Two Brothers, One Mike is a weekly podcast put together to help motivate and inspire our listeners both mentally and physically in the hopes of helping you be the best you. Hey everyone, welcome back to Two Brothers, One Mike. I'm Joe and as always, my brother, Coach Tony is here. Tony. What's going on out there at T-Bob land? Joe, what's going on today? How you been? I've been well, been well. Been well, that's it. Nothing else going on. No, busy, just busy, super busy. Nothing yeah. I want to hear about. Nothing no. I want to hear about. Maybe, maybe after the show. I don't know. Now, nah, you know what? After the show, I definitely don't want to hear about it after the show. <laughs> nice. Uh, nice. So, yeah. But um, uh, I have a feeling now I'm going to hear about it. Uh, you sure are. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. But, you know, nonetheless, uh, I, I say this all the time, but it is. It's, it's a great show today. It's an informational show. It's season three, episode four. Uh, as we just continue the journey and and this show right here, anybody out there who is an avid workout um, uh, person or, or, or a beginner, uh, even more so somebody who or somebody who's been in it for a long time. Uh, everybody's always asking this question. Uh, what What's good when it comes to pre-workouts? Are they good? Aren't they good? What you know, they they, they do all this research. Or they, Actually, the problem is they don't do the research. And and so that's our job. Uh, and then their job is to, after we're done talking to them today, to carry it, you know, one step further and follow up on that research and, and find the best, you know, what's the best solution for me based on what, what I heard on Two Brothers, One Mike. But to do that, not only should we be talking about it, but we should bring aboard somebody who's an expert in this kind of situation, don't you think? Oh, yeah, I believe that's why we brought this gentleman on that we did today. Everybody knows him, loves him, I yeah, guess. Well, uh, we yeah, love him. We love him. I mean, yeah. uh, and, and so uh, I'm sure that uh, over time, I mean, we're, this is still a young show, but he's back, ladies and gentlemen. And again, uh, Joe, include in the links of this show, uh, as I, I demand uh, this, I, I didn't even ask you this time. Sir, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the very first show that we did with him so that people understand his background. Sure, uh, sure. You know, where where he, you know, his pharmaceutical degree is from the University of Toledo, everything he's done extensively when it comes to supplementation, yeah. consultations with his clients, with his customers, and so on and so forth. He's back again, ladies and gentlemen. This is one of his favorite topics, so I'm sure he's excited and chopping at the bit when it comes to uh, being able to use almost 30 years of knowledge now uh, and talk to you about what the good, the bad, the ugly, the great, and everything else in between uh, when it comes to pre-workout ladies and gentlemen welcome back to two brothers one mike for the third time already ron the pharmacist what's going on what's happening guys same old. glad to be yeah glad to be back at, on t-bomb land and you know we got a yeah. good topic to talk about today this is probably the mother of all supplement topics in my opinion just yeah. because anybody that wants to work out 99 percent of them want to take some type of pre-workout and there are goods there are bads there's a lot to cover and i'm trying to dumb my dumb my knowledge down here a little bit for this because this could span off into so many different shows based on supplementation so we're going to keep it we're going to keep it simple today and hopefully everybody enjoys what we have to talk about today and you know hopefully everybody learns something from it yeah, I think they will. I think they will. And and like I said, you know, I said this, I believe, I can't remember if it was a show where you were already on or if it was the supplementation show that Joe and I did before we actually brought you on the very following week, I believe. And when I said there's going to be more than 60 shows when it comes to supplementation. And if I was a betting man, ladies and gentlemen, I would bet the I would bet the over. Uh, because it's definitely going to be more than 60. So that's this is just an example. You could talk about pre-workout all day long. Um, and so, uh, like Ron, the pharmacist just said, uh, let's just get the show going and see where it takes us. And whatever we don't talk about today, we'll just branch off into so many different shows in the near future. But, uh, the first thing I want to do is, is just give in, in basically in layman's terms, right? What would, you know, we talk about basic definition terminology in terms of what is a pre-workout for. And in my mind, it's for endurance. It's for energy. Uh, it's usually in powder or pill form. Uh, you know, when it comes to a drink, you know, that scoop that you add to your water, ladies and gentlemen, or your juice, your favorite juice, when you're going to, before you work out, it's, it's a booster and it's there to boost the performance, if you will, of your workout to help add, I would say, volume 
to your workout uh, endurance, as I said earlier, allowing you to go longer. And it does not, listen, it is not a fat burner and it is not to build lean muscle. But the, the studies behind it and the theory behind it is if you have the energy, you can kick in those processes that help burn fat and build lean muscle over time because you have the energy to do so. Ron, what, what would you say in terms of where, you know, how I just explained it? You hit the nail right on the head. So it's going to help with athletic performance, especially, uh, especially, you know, you're going to, with any type of pre-workout, you normally take them anywhere from 25 minutes to 60 minutes before you're going to work out. Mm-hmm. I always say, I always say 30 minutes is the key, you know, okay. so you, whether you, whether you drink it, swallow a pill, whatever, it's going to help with endurance. It's going to help with energy. And it's also, depending on the product, is going to help with mental focus too. So when you go in the gym, you have more energy, you're more mentally focused, and if it's going to help your endurance, your workouts are going to be that much better. Okay. Now, on in respect to that, does it work? Absolutely. I don't want to hear anybody ever tell you that, oh, pre-workouts don't do a thing. If they say that to you, they're lying to you. Absolutely. So pre, pre-workouts help. And, you know, and I'm a caffeine junkie. And even after being a caffeine junkie for half my life, you know, my pre-workout still works like it's supposed to. And yeah. we could talk about in a, in a future show how if your pre-workout's running out of gas, there's ways to fix that. But that's for another day. Okay. All right. Well, that being said, and I may I may mention a couple things uh, here in this show, but definitely we won't get into to too much detail as far as what you just mentioned there at the end, uh, as far as that goes. But, you know, when it comes to uh, when we talk about, you know, the fact about pre-workouts having um, specific ingredients in them, there's there's so many ingredients. There's 15, 16, 17, 18 ingredients in pre-workouts and not all of them have the same. But it's for the most part, it's this combination. And we're not going to get into all those ingredients. Again, there's that there's that going in 20 different directions in one show. Uh, and so the, the one I'm going to stick with today, me, myself, ladies and gentlemen, is caffeine. That's where I'm going to really uh, – that's my road for today. That's my pathway, talking to you guys about caffeine. But, you know, there's other, there's other substances in your pre-workout, creatine. Does that sound familiar, ladies and gentlemen? We just had an entire show on that. And if I'm not mistaken, Ron the Pharmacist was on that show and talked in detail about creatine, increasing strength, muscle mass, quicker recovery time. And creatine is found in a lot of your pre-workout drinks. Citrulline. Citrulline's job is to improve oxygen content in the muscle. We don't want to get too crazy with that right now. That's a whole other show. And uh, vitamin B12. What's, you know, well, vitamin B12, everyone automatically thinks energy. It's called, you know, it's for cell formation. It's for nerve function. Okay. And we're going to leave it right there. Leucine. Leucine is one of your branch chain amino acids. And, and arguably, um, and around the pharmacist, you could tell me yes or no, arguably the most important one when it comes to your amino acids and when it comes to repairing lean muscle tissue. It is. It's one of the, it's one of the nine essential amino acids and there's two different types of amino acids. There's essential and there's non-essential. Uh-huh. So essential amino acids, your body don't does not produce. So you have to get it in your diet. Non-essential, that's the essential ones, the ones that your body can't produce. Non-essential are the ones your body does produce, so you don't necessarily have to get it from diet. Uh-huh. So that's one of those topics that we can span off on. There's, you know, there's approx- there's actually over a hundred types of, of amino acids you know, out there, but there's basically, I think there's 22 now that are between essential and non-essential for body function. And like I said, that's for another day, but what Tony had said about the lysine, you know, it being an important one, it is. And in a lot of pre-workouts of the nine essential, there's usually at least eight of them in there. And there's histidine, there's isoleucine, leucine, lysine, methionine, phenylalanine, uh, three, I always pronounce this one wrong, three, 309, I think it's pronounced, okay. tryptophan and valine. These are, all the, these are all essential amino acids, and these are normally in most, in a lot of formulations of pre-workouts. Okay. And, and so, and again, like you said, all important, all very essential and, and, and in the pre-workout drink. And, and, and it's almost like, 
it's almost like having a Netflix show and having eight different plots going on where you can literally take all those plots and go in eight different directions and, and, and span off of that eight different shows. So if, if that makes any sense, ladies and gentlemen, that's something that we can do where we talk about Lucy and Isa Lucy and so on and so forth in, in a show by itself uh, in, in the future, but just to have everybody understanding the importance that we understand and, and what they can do for us. We're not going to get into detail here. The one that I'm going to talk more about than anything else today is caffeine. And I, I, I would say arguably the most important ingredient in a pre-workout. And, and, you know, bear with me, if you will. And this is why I, and Ron, the pharmacist is going to, uh, um, folks, we did not talk about this before the show. So he's either going to agree with me or disagree with me. Uh, and, and then he's going to give his reasons why. And, you know, obviously I think he has the background and then he's going to agree or disagree. And we're going to go from there. Right. And that's, that's, the, that's the purpose of the show today. So, uh, what I want to do, all right. And pointing out a few things about, about caffeine, I want to do a true or false, all right. Now, obviously, we're not going to hear anybody from the audience saying true or false. And I'm not asking Joe and I'm not asking Ron, the pharmacist, this answer. OK, I'm going to give the answer after a few seconds and I'm going to give the audience a chance to think about it. True or false. I should take pre-workout supplements, drinks, if you will, every day, regardless if I am working out or not. Now, the answer to that is false. And here's why. And, and again, Ron, the pharmacist, uh, after I give my explanation, I'd love to hear what you have to say about this. Our body, okay, when it comes to ingesting caffeine, ladies and gentlemen, once you take in a certain amount of caffeine, your body becomes tolerant to the positive effects of the caffeine. So when you are taking in your pre-workout supplements and there's so much caffeine within that supplement, from my understanding, from my understanding and from what I've seen in my pre-workout and other pre-workouts, there's usually approximately 200 milligrams of caffeine per serving, per serving in a pre-workout drink on average. If you continuously take that on a daily basis, your body will become tolerant to the positive effects of the caffeine, which is an energy booster. Uh, for one, over time. And if you're taking it every day, what happens is your body becomes tolerant of the positive benefits and therefore taking it every day for every single workout does nothing for you. Ron, the pharmacist, what is your thought process on that? Well, here's the deal. If if you're working out every day, okay, okay. and you're taking pre-workout, so be it. You're probably going to need the boost. Okay. And I agree with you on the days you're not working out, you know, you don't necessarily need that much caffeine, you know, okay. based on a based on a product that I take. Now, granted, somebody who doesn't take pre, a pre-workout on the day that they don't work out, they're probably drinking tea. They're probably drinking coffee. Mm-hmm. They're probably drinking something that has caffeine in it no matter what. Right. And so do you need the pre-workout on the days that you don't work on the days you don't work out? No, but you're probably ingesting some type of caffeine anyway. So you don't necessarily need that extra boost. So I'm going to agree with you that on the days you're not working out, having that, you know, isn't essential. Now, probably later on in the show, we'll probably talk about like, you know, different brands of pre-workout. And there's a specific one I take that kind of you can, I don't drink coffee. I don't really drink tea. You know, I drink, you know, a diet soda here and there. So I get caffeine from from that also, you know, from the diet soda. But for me, what the pre-workout that I use is kind of adjustable based on how many scoops you use. And when Tony was saying per serving size, you know, an average pre-workout is 200 milligrams. I've seen it go as high as almost 500 depending on the product. And I don't recommend that at all. And I'll later I'll tell you a story what happened to me with that. But okay, you know, some of these and you have to watch. Like he, listen to what Tony had said. He had said, you know, per serving size. Well, you have to watch the serving sizes on these because you know it could be one scoop, could be two scoops, it could be four scoops, could be six scoops. So no, you have to read the labeling. You have to read the packaging. Never go above and beyond whatever that recommended dose is on that product. You know. 
over-the-counter things like this are not really regulated by the government that close. No. So you you have to be careful when you ingest this stuff not to just nuke your system with caffeine to the point where you get sick. No, and, and when when you just said that about the government, the the food the Food and Drug Administration, if I'm not mistaken, when it comes to supplementation, really never steps in uh, in this situation until something bad happens. Correct. And, and so, therefore, if nothing bad is happening, and there's nothing, God forbid, deaths and, and things of that nature, hospitalizations uh, increasing through the roof, and so on and so forth, they're not going to step in. But that doesn't mean that there's not something bad that can happen to you as an individual. So like Ron, the pharmacist just said, you have to pay attention to what the package, to what the bottle, to what the label is saying. Um, true or false? And this kind of this kind of goes right into what we were just talking about. I should take pre-workout drinks, supplements, you know, with every type of workout I engage in. Now, before we answer that, let me talk about what I mean by this. We're talking about high-intensity interval training. We're talking about leg day. We're talking about an upper body workout. We're talking about yoga. We're talking about a 30 to 40-minute static stretching day. Uh, We're talking about long-distance running. We're talking about uh, a 45-minute jump rope routine. That's a long jump rope routine. Um, And so what I'm saying here is I should take a pre-workout drink uh, every type for every type of workout I do, all the ones I just listed above, my answer to that, me personally, is false. And and so here's what I mean by that. If well, if I'm doing yoga, I don't feel like it's necessary to take a pre-workout drink. And again, folks, my reasoning for this is this: if I'm taking the pre-workout drink every day. Okay. Now, Ron, the pharmacist did explain, you know, how it can benefit you uh, taking it every day based on the explanation he just gave a minute ago. My point is that if I'm going to take it during yoga, I don't feel like I need it unless I need an energy boost. So if I've had my, I usually have, uh, I would say guys, I have anywhere between two and three cups, uh, eight ounce cups of coffee a day. That's going to equal about 300 milligrams of caffeine, which is a safe dosage. Ron, the pharmacist, would you agree? That's a safe dosage. Uh, yeah, when it comes that, to, yeah, that's, yeah, that's minimal. That's okay. Yeah. And, if, and the thing is when you, when you drink that much, if you're drinking that much coffee per se, you're not ingesting it like a pre-workout in a couple minutes. That's, that's over so much time. Right. You're, so when, you're not going to, yeah, you're not going to chug those three cups of coffee that quick. No, and so what I do is I drink two in the morning. I'm usually done by 10, 1030 in the morning if I know I'm doing yoga that day because I do yoga later on. And then I'll have uh, an eight-ounce cup of coffee later on in the day, uh, not even, sometimes six-ounce cup of coffee, black coffee, uh, about 45 minutes before I do my yoga routine, just in case I'm starting to feel a little bit sluggish going into it. Uh, so I don't do a pre-workout uh on days when I'm doing something like yoga. Uh, When it comes to if I'm doing high-intensity interval training, um, the thing about that is this. uh, And I know, Ron, you've listened to this before. Joe obviously has listened to it because he's done the shows with me. When we talk about intermittent fasting, so my high-intensity interval training, anybody who's out there doing a 20 to 25-minute HIIT program at the end of their fast, right, in order to get that extra benefit of burning stored body fat, right? Your secondary energy source, because you've depleted glucose and glycogen stores in the muscle and glucose in the body. And so you're burning that secondary uh, fat storage that you have stored in your body. If you take pre-workout and if you're taking a pre-workout with all those branched chain amino acids within it, you're actually creating insulin. You're the you're releasing insulin into the, into the, your cell and therefore breaking your fast, and you don't want to break your fast yet. You want to get that extra effect during the HIIT training routine. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So, so there's that also. Uh, it, 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 you know, to me, it, it helps to increase your ability to endure in harder workouts when it comes to actually taking it. But unless it is a uh, a non fasting day for me, where I'm doing something that is extremely strenuous, like leg day. That's when I take my pre workouts. I actually don't take them every day. If I start to lose energy throughout the day, uh, and it's a um, a day when I don't normally take a pre workout, that's when I'll have my third cup of coffee. Uh, again, like you said, 25 minutes to an hour, 
right? Uh, is when you want, is your time that you want to go ahead and take that before you work out. And that's when I take it. That's when I drink my cup of coffee, actually, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. Makes perfect sense. So let me add. So if there's anything for you to add here, um, uh, I I, I have a quick question actually on that. So 25 to 30 minutes before now, a lot of them I'm noticing, at least um, ones that I've taken, uh, they say to take it on an empty stomach. Is that is that key? Or are there are certain ones that are out there that you need to take with food? Or how does that no, work? No, empty stomach's the key because it's going to get absorbed fast. If you if you have food in your stomach, your body is not going to be able to break down that caffeine to a point where it can where it can use it. It's not going to get into your intestinal tract quick enough. You want it. You want it to work now. So if you have food in your stomach, you're just slowing the process down. So so how long would you say between your meal and taking your pre-workout might be? I, I would probably say at least a couple hours, two to three okay. hours. Okay. So, uh, uh, all right. So what we've covered so far is is basically just opinions, right, on on how we take our pre-workout. Um, Joe, you're, you're getting information from Ron the Pharmacist on if you're eating a meal, how long before you take your pre-workout, mm-hmm. and the reason why on an empty stomach it could be very beneficial. I'm letting everybody know about high-intensity interval training is usually at the end of my interfa- intermittent, ugh, intermittent fasting day as I talk 100 miles an hour. And so I don't want the pre-workout because it will break your fast, because it will release insulin into the the cells and it therefore will cause your body to use glucose as your primary energy source anybody who did not listen to the shows about intermittent fasting this would be a great time to listen to those so you understand what i'm talking about uh and again if i feel the energy from my coffee then i don't take the pre-workout drink now ron the pharmacist this is why i don't is it in studies and research and anything you know about it is it true that you you can become tolerant to taking your pre-workout on a daily basis and therefore its effects will diminish over time and so you should take some time off in between whether it's two weeks or three weeks and then get back on again on the pre-workout train and go ahead and start doing it again well i i agree with that to a point so if you take the same dose of a pre-workout every day, every day, every day, every day, yeah, you're going to notice diminished effects over time. And okay. that's because your body's become intolerant to the caffeine. You know, caffeine is, you know, I hate to say it is, and it's not in a bad way per se, but caffeine is an addictive substance. You know, I always, I always joke with people, you know, nicotine gets a bad rap. Mm-hmm. nicotine and caffeine are very similar to each other. There's more people addicted to caffeine in this country than to nicotine. The, the, the bad things of nicotine is because people are getting it from tobacco-based products. That's where all the scrutiny where nicotine basically comes from because of all the negative effects that smoking can cause. But the actual nicotine part actually does have health benefits and is very similar to caffeine. But same thing with nicotine. The more you smoke, you know, you have to smoke more to get the same effect. Mm -hmm. So same with caffeine. So like I said, once again, the product I take, you know, you can kind of control your dose a little bit. So I don't necessarily take the same dose every day. You know what I mean? If I know I'm I'm really going to hit it hard today in the gym, I know that, okay, I'm going to, you know, amp up my scoops that I use. If it's like you said, if it's on a day that, like if say you're doing yoga, you know, caffeine is a stimulant. Yoga is a mind-body connection workout. So the last thing you need to do is have something that's going to increase your heart rate and cause you to possibly be jittery. There's just there's no point of it before a yoga workout. Zero, yeah. in my yeah. opinion. So Tony, I 100% agree with that. But caffeine will diminish its effects in time. Two to three weeks off, do you need that much time? Nah, you, you could probably take about four or five days off Okay. You know, and and with, you know, in- increasing your fluids, kind of flushing your system out within that short amount of time, it's going to rework all over again. So so four to five days before your body becomes sensitive again to the, the to the benefits of the pre-workout that you were taking. Correct. Now, and in, in relation to that, though, too, more than likely, most people are still going to be drinking caffeine throughout the day. So uh-huh. unless you're actually giving up caffeine completely from A to Z throughout your whole day. You know, you might have to go a little bit longer in four to five days, but if you're caffeine free for four to five days, 
you know, you should be good. But the negative aspect of that too, going caffeine free for that many days, if you're caffeine addictive, is that you're going to feel it. You're going to feel like, you know, someone who just had a bender, you know, yeah, <laughs> a yeah. five night drinking bender. And all of a sudden you're like, wow, I'm exhausted. Yeah. It's because your body's trying to self-regulate and it takes some time. Yeah. So, you know, do, do you really have to cut it all out? I mean, if you really want to clean your system out, yeah, cut it out completely for four to five days. But if you're still having a coffee in the afternoon, that, that should be good enough. So let me ask you this now, based on what you just said, or part of what you just said, I should say, if you completely cut caffeine out for four or five days. And this, this is just my mind working right now, thinking about what I, what I feel that I know uh, based on things I've had to research and so on and so forth in my profession. If you take four or five days completely off of caffeine, not only your pre-workout, but any other type of caffeine that you may, be, you, you may have been consuming over, those, over the same time period, whether it's monster drinks, which I don't, I don't recommend, ladies and gentlemen, uh, or, or you know, just black coffee. So when you go back and your body is sensitive and really, you know, ready to receive the pre-workout again and, you know, taking all the benefits from consuming it, should you go right back to the dosage you were at or should you go and slowly work your way back up like maybe a half a scoop for a week and then three quarters of a scoop and then back to the full scoop again? That's, or, that's no, that's, I know where you're going with that. So with that, it's going to be, that's body independent. So okay. it's what it's, it, that's an experiment right there. Trial and me. Error. Yeah. That's a trial and error. Me, it'd be full tilt right out the gates because okay. I, I, I know how my body reacts to caffeine. Somebody who's not so savvy with it, you know, maybe they've been taking pre-workout for a couple months, you know, and they're going to they go off it for a while then go back on it. Yeah. They can wean into it a little bit. Mm -hmm. I mean, is it going to be detri detrimental if they went full tilt? No, but you know, for some people, you know, caffeine can cause anxiety, headaches, you know, depending on the individual. So, you know, for me who it's, it's kind of like muscle memory, your body's going to remember how uh -huh. it, it affected you. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. someone like us who's seasoned, I'd go right back into it. Somebody who's not seasoned with taking it, you could go gradually like over a week or two. I got so, you. So this is this is basically for someone who's taking pre-workout like on a daily basis, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I mean it's, like uh, like somebody uh, say like say somebody's just been taking workout for a couple months, pre-workout right. for a couple months. Yeah. They fall off the wagon, they're in the ditch, and they ain't working out no more. They stop taking their pre-workout, you know, you know, gradually reintroduce it. Guys like mm -hmm. us who probably constantly take it on a daily basis, you know what I mean? You know, jumping right back on the train, it's no big deal. Right. Gotcha. Right. Yeah, no, because uh, what the reason why I was asking, personally, I only use it when I'm doing uh, the actual muscle training. Uh, the cardio days, I don't use it. So I only use it, you know, again, when I'm doing any sort of, uh, you know, like lifting or anything with dumbbells or, you know what I'm saying? So, um, mm -hmm. so that being said, it's only twice a week. Yeah. Um, you know, in... So I probably that that's not going to be an issue for me as far as it wearing wearing off or me right. getting I'm sorry me growing tolerant to it. Yeah, if you're only using a couple of days a week, you know that's that's nothing. You know, right. I pretty much use some type of pre workout, some type of dosage, literally seven days a week. But mm -hmm. in the same breath, I don't drink tea. I don't drink right. I don't drink a lot of tea. I don't drink coffee at all. And like I said, it maybe a diet a diet coke or whatever here and there. So yeah. you know. So, and, the majority of my caffeine is always in the morning and nine out of 10 times I'm water the rest of the day. Yeah. Yeah. See, usually I'll have my one cup and then I have two half calves. So, okay. you know, it's, it's very, I'm very light on the caffeine as is, but still, uh, and I might have a half calf in, in somewhere in the afternoon, mm -hmm. but you know, but I was just curious though, like I said, I only do actual muscle. Uh, I, I don't want to say muscle building, but you get the idea. I wait, weight training right. uh twice a week so you know if that's the case then i'm probably not really tolerance is not really going to be a concern no right. probably not no and so and what let me add something also here to what ron was just saying uh he takes it seven days a week now if ladies and gentlemen if and and ron please you know uh let, let me know how you feel about this if he was drinking caffeine on top of that seven days a week. So if he was taking in, let's just stick with three, eight ounce cups of coffee. So close to 300 milligrams of coffee a day. And his workout, his workout, his pre-workout supplement was 300 milligrams per serving. 
Now you're taking in 300 milligrams per serving of the pre-workout, but you've already got already have 300 milligrams of caffeine in your system on a daily basis. From what I understand in studies that I've looked at, that is where your body once again becomes tolerant of the positive effects, the benefits of your pre-workout, and you have to actually increase that dosage from 300 milligrams, and you have to kind of experiment up to even a higher dosage in order to get the effects because your body becomes basically, uh, I guess the word I'm looking for here is complacent to, to the effects because it's equaling your what we call your habitual intake ladies and gentlemen, your, your caffeine and so your coffee and so on and so forth uh, to your workout intake, which is your pre-workout. Have you ever seen any studies like that or what's your thoughts on that? Well, here's what it is with pre-workouts too, you know, we're, we're on the subject of caffeine, but pretty much there's very few pre pre-workouts that are just caffeine, right? It's not, it's not flat flavored caffeine powder. There's always something in it, you know, uh, one that I used to take, no explode, which it should be called yes explode, and <laughs> I'll explain that later. But it, it has a whole onslaught of stuff in there: B vitamins, there's amino acids, there's different types of potassium, magnesium. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. There was actually one thing that I want to say it was called called something crazy, like tooth club moss extract. I think that's what it was called, and I was like, what the. Like, what did they do? Like, did the, did the moss have teeth and you clubbed it to death? Like, I, I just, I don't even know where the name came from. But yeah. there's, there's so many other things in these pre-workouts that give you that jolt, you know. And okay. granted, none of them are proven to work like caffeine. So you being complacent with the dose, like what you were saying, 300 and then another 300 during the day, you know, okay. you would have to be on that for an extreme period, I would think. And I'm talking okay. months. I'm I'm talking a few weeks. I'm talking months for you to really, you know, for your body to be like, well, you know, you need more and more and more and more. And like I said, and then if you went cold turkey and cut it all out, you're going to feel awful. So, you know, some people you can wean. And that's another thing. You can wean off of it even for, you know, a week or two before you try to go cold turkey. You know, and even if you wean yourself off, your body's getting used to getting now a smaller dose. You're not going to feel like you're hungover or feel lethargic, no focus, tired, you know, so weaning off is probably the best route to go, in my opinion, than cold turkey. But some people are like, they're going to go full gusto and go, go, you know, cold turkey and just, just do it to get it over with. But, you know, it just depends on how you can handle it. So each individual is different. Yeah. Everybody's tolerance is different. You know, you know, if, if if I I was going to, if I was going to punch you in the stomach and I punch Joe in the stomach, both of your reactions are going to be different. One might take it better than the other. I'd it, probably it's take just... it better. <laughs> What's he trying to say, Joe? <laughs> I don't know. I just let that roll right off my back. <laughs> Go ahead. But, you know, it just, everybody's different. So what works for me doesn't necessarily work for you. It's just finding what works. I can't, you know, the study, this was a long time ago that I seen this one study. I, I literally, when I say a long time ago, I'm talking uh, pre 9-11, and so it's been quite some time. And so I can't remember what the sample size was. I can't remember uh, any of that information in terms of how long it went on for uh, when they were getting all their information, all their data. So I, I, I don't know if it was weeks. I don't know if it was months. Like you were saying, it would have to be a long period of time. Um, and and that being said, uh, there, there was another true and false I was going to throw in there. Uh, but I do realize one thing. We actually have already answered this question. So I'm going to throw it in anyway. And then, ladies and gentlemen, listening to the show, you should be able to answer this now based on the fact that we've already given you the answer. Taking your pre-workout too early, meaning, uh, okay, so let's say you take it two hours before you work out. Uh, it can cause diminishing effects when you actually work out. So the answer to that should be immediately true and obviously for reasons we already talked about uh the optimum times again ron the pharmacist are what is the optimum time again to take your pre-workout anywhere from 25 minutes to 60 workout but i follow the simple rule of 30 minutes it's easy to remember and here's and here's something i want to throw in when it comes to that okay folks the pre-workout and this is me okay i don't take it based on when you have to keep you have to have factors in your head. Are you working out at home 
are you working out at the gym 20 minutes away? Uh, do you count your warm up? Remember warm up and cool down, ladies and gentlemen, season one. If you you don't, I don't count the warm up. I'm more concerned about my pre workout kicking in when my working sets are being uh, implemented. So when I'm actually getting after it, that that's where you want the pre workout to kick in. So uh, just me. Uh, Ron and Joe, just for, for me speaking, I don't know, you guys could chime in here. I like to look at, am I doing the workout at home? Am I doing it at work? Am I doing it at the gym across town? And how long is my warm up going to be for today so that I can add those factors in so that I know when to take my pre-workout before actually heading to the gym and doing the workout? No, I, I agree with that. You, you have, you have to have some timing with it, you know, and I, I'm notorious. I've done it myself. All right, I'll drink my pre-workout. I'm ready to go to the gym. Then, uh-oh, something happens, and I can't go at that time. Now yeah. I'm like, oh, what the? You know, and yeah. my brain's spinning because here I'm like, okay, now I've had to run here, there, what other, something happened at work. You know, my mom or my dad needed something. My daughter needed something. Now we're like what you said earlier. Now it's two hours later. Well, guess what? The pre-workout's pretty much shot. Yeah. And you can't yeah. you can't ingest it again. There's just that's too much caffeine in too yeah. short a time. Yeah. So basically you're gonna have to adjust your workout base. You know, you gotta see how you feel. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm still gonna go I'm still gonna go hundred miles an hour hundred miles an hour no matter what I do. Gotcha. But the timing is the key, you know, yeah. and it, you know, and and if you're going beyond that time by too long, it the caffeine's gonna run out of gas. See, I almost use it as my motivator because once I take it, I'm like, all right, well, I'm dedicated now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, You're all I, I've had family members like get upset with me. I didn't make a visit in time. I'm like, look, I, I don't know what to tell you. I already, it's too expensive too. Uh, so no, I can't just, just let it go like that. But you know, as soon as I take it, I'm like, that's it. Now I'm dedicated half an hour. I'm, I'm, I'm doing what I need to do. And you, you don't want to really matter. You don't want to mention the family members, do you? She'll chop your head off. I don't need to. I don't no, need to. Okay. Can I? Can it's I? Not like she's listening I, to this show. <laughs> Go ahead, Ron. Well, I, I was like, I could name one of your family members. Don't, that... don't do it. She's already, she already tried to kill me. <laughs> she still wants you for that Facebook comment. Yeah. You know oh one. my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that one. Yeah. But you know that being that being said, you, uh, Ron, you said something that I have a question. So. Uh-huh. Uh, you tell me, and, and obviously I'm playing devil's advocate here, and I'm being a little sarcastic. So you took your pre-workout, you ran into some errands you had to run, it messed you all up. Just go ahead and double up and take it again, and put yourself in that time zone. Correct? True or false? Nope. No. 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 Never. No. Don't double up. Now, here's the deal: if I if I took a lower dose of the one I take, all right, I could take it again because mine has a six limit scoop. Okay. So if I only so if I only did two and now it's two hours later, well, guess what? I can do two more. That's why I like the supplement that I use because okay. I'm more in control of it. But like something like Yes Explode, yeah, you, <laughs> you're getting 300 some milligrams of caffeine and you wasted your time and didn't get your workout in. Yeah, you're not taking it again. So, okay. So let, let's talk real quick. You have a story about Yes Explode and then mm-hmm. you have the, the, the one you take now. So maybe we could talk about those two. First, how about that story about Yes Explode? What 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 happened? I'm afraid that. Well, here's the deal. Yeah. So the product, it's in it's a respectable company, BSN. They've been around a long time. Oh yeah. Like a lot of the I like a lot of their products. You know, when I first started taking No Explode, for the first like week or two, I was like, wow, this stuff is great. I felt great. I was focused. You know, felt strong when I lifted. Endurance was good. Then after about two weeks take my no explode, you know, do my, do my little warm up on the treadmill to get my joints loose. Then I'm like, wow, I got to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, <laughs> Boom. so, and there's the explode. And then what it uh, turned into every day that I took it, it's the same thing, same thing, same thing. I'm like, and, and here's the deal. It, it, it's a joke amongst weightlifters. Yeah. You know, I have, I have a buddy who's a power lifter and he'll always put a meme on Facebook or Instagram, you know, took my pre-workout, you know, was in the bathroom for 20 minutes, this, that, and the other. Yeah. I have a rule. I have my number one rule with this stuff is if it's making you have diarrhea, runny mm. stools, like that quick after taking it, guess what? That's your body telling you, <laughs> yeah, you don't need this. Exactly. So, so, you know, that that's one of those deals where 
people have to experiment with pre-workouts because if it's constantly, if you're constantly have to run to the bathroom 20 minutes after you took it or within 40 minutes after you took it because you feel like you're going to just bust at the seams, you're taking the wrong product. And yeah. I don't care what anyone says, your body is not meant to do that. If, if your body's giving you the signs you shouldn't be taking this. No. And, 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 I, and I will argue, I don't care. It could be the president of BSN, mm. any of these companies, yeah. you know, because, you know, there's probably a disclaimer somewhere that says, oh, you know, may cause diarrhea or blah, 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 blah. Well, you know, if you're having that on a daily basis, don't take it. It's garbage. Yeah. Just don't and that do stuff, it. that stuff first came out, I was taking it and I, it did, it did a number on my blood pressure. Oh, it can. It, yeah. Oh yeah. And that's, it, it that, that, a number of my blood pressure. And, and that's another topic we can get into talking sure. about pre-workouts. Yeah. All right. So go and, on, Tone. What's yeah. that? No, no. So, I mean, you know, and, and that's what we're, ladies and gentlemen, this all goes back to not only, not only uh, it being an indiv- on an individual basis, uh, but also, okay, it also goes into this, this uh, you know, society wanting everything right now and, and this, this uh, we're misguided. Immediacy that they were. Yeah, yeah we're, we're misguided in information where we have, this, we have this brain, you know, this mindset that we're going to double up we're going to do more in order to get more. And, and, and that's a huge problem. So people see, and Ron mentioned this 15 times already, and we've mentioned this in other uh, supplement shows, all three of us, you have to make sure you are following directions. And I'll tell you a quick story that happened to a, a, a buddy of mine on my powerlifting team way back. He was taking pre his pre-workout and this has nothing to do with caffeine. He was taking the pre-workout and uh, he was doubling and tripling up. Now, I didn't know this then. And his face broke out in uh, the worst acne you can possibly think of. And this is a guy who had no acne, no nothing, no blemishes whatsoever on his face until he started taking this stuff. And I don't remember what it was called. But what they found out after a while was it was the vitamin B12 inside the supplement was causing um rosé is it rosacea what is that when you're is that what it's called rosacea it's probably rosacea yeah rosacea and Ro- acne it, uh, mm-hmm. yeah and so he had to quit taking it and within i think it was five or six weeks gone it was all gone uh and and that was what they figured out was the problem and it was basically because more than anything else not that the product was bad necessarily but he was taking literally three times the dosage that was recommended on the package. And, and that's, that's a problem. We have to stop doing that. Um, uh, Joe, any uh, other, go ahead. I wanted to add something real quick. So sure. if someone's taking a pre-workout and it is giving, giving you diarrhea, one of the most common ingredients in a pre-workout. Now, when I mean by common ingredients, I don't mean it's common in, it, it's a common product but it's not necessarily common in all pre-workouts is magnesium oxide, which is a supplement you could buy over the counter, mm-hmm. but magnesium citrate is a laxative. Okay. Now okay. magnesium citrate and oxide, they're not the same compound, but they're still chemically related. If your product has magnesium, any type of magnesium supplement in the pre-workout that could be possibly could be why you're getting diarrhea from it. Not saying that's 100% true, but it's huh. possible. So when you look at your pre-workout, if you notice you're getting diarrhea, see if it has magnesium in it. You know, if it does, try a different one without magnesium and see what happens. Interesting. That was that, yeah. That's something I've never heard before. So that, that's an interesting yeah. fact right there. Um, some points, I, I think from this show right here, uh, like, like Ron said in the very beginning, uh, we're going to start saying things that we're going to realize, which we already knew. Uh, before we started the show, you're going to see different avenues where we could talk about pre-workout again, ladies and gentlemen, which we will. And we could take different ingredients within the product and talk about what that ingredient, you know, is and, and what its benefits are and why you have to be careful with how much you're, you're ingesting and, and why it's important to follow, you know, the package when it comes to that. So, so some points to remember basically is, uh, number one, uh, first and foremost, follow, follow the directions on the pre-workout package. Number one, number two, I think, and this is, this might be one of the most important ones. Everybody's different. So some people, like we talked about, Ron, some people may, 
um, get off of uh, their pre-workout for four or five days and come back and be able to go right back to the same dosage again and pick up right where they left off. Some people may have to come back and usually maybe more beginners than anything else and start at a half a scoop and work their way up to that full scoop all over again. So there's something there also. Uh, Another thing that people should probably pay attention to is the simple fact that if you are someone like Ron, Ron the pharmacist, who does not ingest caffeine on a daily basis in terms of habitual caffeine, which is uh, your energy drinks, um, your teas, your coffees, and so on and so forth, it's going to be a little bit different when you take your pre-workout drink as opposed to somebody like me who takes in about 300 milligrams of caffeine per day, all right? And and it's how I handle it. it when I get to my workouts, it depends on what which workout I'm doing as to why I may not take my pre-workout drink. Uh, when, when it comes to Ron, the pharmacist, he will do this seven days a week with his pre-workout, but his pre-workout also allows him to do so based on the amount of, that he is consuming per serving. What's the name of your of your workout drink? Mine is Essential Amino Energy made by Optimum Nutrition. So on okay. the bottle, it has just two letters. It says it says on and has like an arrow that goes underneath it. Uh-huh. And next to it, it says Optimum Nutrition. It's been around a long time, uh, okay. but it's called Essential Amino Energy. And mine basically is a bunch of... Uh, Mine is basically caffeine, okay? Okay. Uh, a bunch of amino acids, okay? But, and here's another thing. When you look at pre-workouts, and mine is in this topic, you know, there, there's, hidden, there's hidden forms of caffeine. You don't even realize it's caffeine. Okay. So, you know, people will know, look, they'll grab something, they'll go, oh, look, it's only got 100 milligrams of caffeine per two scoops. Okay. But caffeine is hidden in other names, Green tea leaf extract being one Uh of them. Green coffee bean extract, that being another one. Mm -hmm. So there's caffeine can be hidden in in other ways in your pre-workout, and you don't even realize it's adding to the effect. In other ingredients, yeah. Right. So, you know, it's just that's that's an educational part, you know, you kind of being diligent and learning some things about where caffeine can be hidden when you don't realize it you know what i mean yeah but mine that's all mine has in it essential amino acids caffeine green tea and green coffee bean extract that's it and And my and it's 50 so basically you're getting you know a little bit over 50 milligrams of caffeine per scoop per se so like on a normal day you know the max dose on this is six and what i normally do is you know i usually do four scoops in the morning that's my pre-workout Mm-hmm. If if I need a jolt during the day, if I say it's a summer day and I'm been running around like an idiot all day doing this, that and the other, and I'm feeling a little, yeah, I can little, use a little boost. Well, I'll just do one scoop and I'm at that little bit over 50 again. So like okay. I said, I'm not I'm not drinking coffee. I'm not drinking per se tea. I'll I'll bang down another one of these, you know, just a scoop of it, mix it with like eight ounces, 10 ounces of water and I'll drink that. Yeah, and but, yeah, what, what's the name of it again? Uh, essential amino energy probably okay. comes in like tw- 12 different flavors, you know, and it's made by optimum nutrition. This okay. is my, this is my gold standard. And they, they actually make another one. It's actually, I believe it's called gold standard. It's the same product, but the caffeine's amped up in it. I okay. prefer this. I prefer this one because I can control it more. So I got you. like I said, on my non, say it's a non-workout day, or if I'm just going to go for a walk, I might just take one scoop and that's it. So okay. that's why I say I, my pre-workout, I take it every day, but I control what I'm what I'm bringing in. Okay, I got you. There was uh, there's one more thing I wanted to add today uh, to the show, uh, and it's it's about two factors, which will be indicators of how much pre-workout you need. Now, not for everybody, but for the most part, um, I could tell you that uh, I've seen this work more times than not. And this is me, folks. All right, this is my opinion based on what I've seen. Uh, and again, uh, Ron, by all means, please add to this afterward. The two factors which which play a huge role in how much pre-workout you need is number one, body weight. And number two, how much of your habitual caffeine intake you take in on a daily basis. So when we talk about body weight, folks, we're talking about body weight in kilograms, it's not in pounds, in kilograms. So if someone says, 
well, how do you figure out your body weight in kilograms? You take your body weight and you divide it by 2.2, okay, in pounds, and you divide it by 2.2. So if you're somebody who is 150 pounds and you divide 150 pounds by 2.2, I believe it comes out to somewhere around 68 kilograms. That is the weight you're looking at. What many studies say, what many studies say from the research I've looked at is three to six milligrams of your pre-workout when you scoop it, right? Three to six milligrams of your pre-workout per kilogram of body weight that you weigh, right? Not pounds, but kilograms. In the case of a 150-pound person, 68 kilograms. This is what I've understood as an indicator. And again, your habitual caffeine intake. So how much coffee you're drinking is going to have something to do with how much pre-workout you're taking. Uh, How much tea you're drinking is going to do with is going to have something to do with how much pre-workout you're going to be taking how much how many uh energy drinks you're drinking is going to have something to do with how much pre-workout you're going to take ron anything you want to add to that or agree or disagree well it it's going to play more of a key to what you're saying if you're if you're habitual with caffeine intake i think that rule of thumb is going to be more of a rule of thumb you know what i mean okay yeah Some, Someone like me who's not – like I say, I'm a caffeine addict. That's because – I say I'm a caffeine addict because I do drink caffeine every day in the form of this. And like I said, I, I have you know some tea here and there and you know, you know, some pop here and there. But mm-hmm. you know, I'm not drinking that much caffeine after my pre-workout. Like, like I said, sometimes I don't have any caffeine the rest of the day. It's just pure fluid. So in terms of the body weight thing and what you're saying, I agree with that. But on the other side of that, you're, if, if you're habitual, the amount of caffeine your body can ingest, it's probably insane. You know, because when I used to be really addicted to this stuff years ago, I used to take six scoops of this amino energy. And then mm-hmm. I would take two scoops at lunch and I'd take like two scoops at dinner. You know, I'm working a 14-hour day, you know, and these pre-workouts do help with focus. You know, I'm counting scripts, talking to this person, that person, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm going 100 miles an hour. I needed something to keep me going. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and none of that was good. I, I did that all wrong from day one. But, you know, if you're habitual, I, I could see following that rule of thumb. For someone who's not habitual, I wouldn't worry about the weight. Okay. All right. Good stuff right there. Um, you know, we, we talked about so much today, folks. We talked about, uh, we touched on uh, what type of training regimen you have as in terms of, of how you would take your pre-workout. We talked about when you could take it like seven days a week and when it may not work out for you when it comes to seven days a week or depending on, and Joe had mentioned this, uh, what type of workouts you're doing. Uh, Ron mentioned it, I mentioned it, uh, and so on and so forth. And, and all these factors that go into that, all right, and what we just talked about just now, we talked about some of the good products that are that are out there. We talked about a product that we're not too fond of uh, that is out there. We talked loosely about several of the ingredients that you find in pre-workout but boy are there so many shows that can come from that which will come from that we talked about i guess you would say the main topic today was caffeine uh and uh and it's it's one of the main ingredients that you're going to find in a pre-workout so why not and so that being said um and knowing that we're going to have several other shows based on pre-workout and so on and so forth joe what uh anything else that you want to add to this particular show today. So yeah, speaking about um, intermittent fasting. So one of the things that people, I just want to make sure everyone understands, you know, uh, we kind of put it out there that don't take the pre-workout if you do intermittent fasting. But really what we're saying is, is if you're on your fasting day, you know what I mean? So, you know, because it will break your fast. But if you're on a non-fasting day, Go for it. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it at that point. But just bear in mind, uh, I believe it's the amino acids that will the branch chain amino. Yes, branch chain amino acids will break your fast. So if you're trying to get that that high intensity interval training session in that 20 to 25 minutes, just full go, and you're trying to you you're already into you know 16 to 18 hours of fasting, and your body's burning stored body fat as its primary source of energy, and you want to get that extra 20 minutes in where you're burning even more stored body fat, then you definitely don't want to take your pre-workouts right then and there. Try to go with, uh, in that particular situation, a six to eight ounce cup of black coffee about 30 to 45 minutes before you actually do your HIIT training. So what I do, it may work differently for other people. That's what I do in order to uh, get the, you know, reap the most benefits from that. 
Any yeah. questions on that? Did it, does that sound good or? Yeah, no, that that's, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, tell you the truth, that's what I do too. I have a cup of black coffee about a half an hour out before I do my uh, whatever cardio I'm doing when I'm fasting. But. Yeah. And I'll tell you, there's one other thing. And you see, there's so much information and stuff's coming into my head as we're talking. Uh, Ron, have you ever heard about this? Uh, a lot of times people will put clean salt in their water as a form of energy in order to get, you know, certain electrolytes into their body. Uh, what I mean by clean salt is like a pink Himalayan salt, maybe a teaspoon for 12 to 16 ounces of water. And they'll drink that uh, about 45 minutes or so before their workout. Yeah, I've heard that. I don't know how much of a boost that would have. You know, there, there's a pre-workout that's made out of made out of beets. Okay. And you heard me right, beets. And I, you know, and the thing is, it's, it's a nitric, it's a, a nitric oxide producer. Okay. So I was like, you know, and that's a topic for another day. I'm, I'm, I'm going to touch on a couple things real quick. A couple things I wanted to say, okay. uh, but, but they put nitric oxide in a lot of pre-workouts because uh, nitric oxide causes vasodilation, meaning that it relaxes the muscle. It relaxes your blood, your blood vessels, causing them to widen and it causes increased circulation. Well, if you have increased circulation, you have more oxygen and red cells going to your muscles, to your brain, all over the place, just good for endurance and everything else. Uh, okay. It's actually what the NO and NO explode means, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I, the NO explode, I, I believe it has some, it does have some type of nitric oxide in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But what I was getting to at, that is like, it was, so I wanted to give it a try. You know, there was no caffeine in it. That was their claim. Okay. And, you know, I don't even remember that there's so many different brands of it now. It was awful. Not only did it taste awful, it did nothing to boost my energy. I would so, have tried it once I saw beets. I, I, yeah, I, I, I had to try it. You know, you, you know, you see the reviews. It's probably, you know, 48 guys that work for the company that wrote the reviews. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? So, yeah. or their you moms. know, <laughs> yeah, or their cousins, sisters, uncle, brother. Forced, you know what I mean? So you're it. saying they were Greek, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're so, you know that. what I mean? We're allowed to say that, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Right. So I don't care what anybody says, you know, caffeine is king when it comes to pre-workouts. But, you know, just a couple things, you know, I wanted to get down. You know, we didn't really talk about, we talked about its benefits, you know, what it can do, focus, endurance, energy, this and that. This is all based on a healthy individual, though. Yeah. You know, you have, people have to understand is, you know, if you're a 12 sandwich eating, sitting on the <laughs> couch watching Netflix, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? If yeah, you're, if you're, yeah, if, if, if you're that guy and you need to lose a ton of weight and you have high blood pressure, insomnia issues, anxiety, yeah, taking something with caffeine isn't going to help you. It could probably be detrimental to you. Yeah. So if you, so if you have a health issues, talk to your doc first, or, you know, like I told in a past show, talk to, you know, a pharmacist who's kind of, you know, knows a lot about these products, you know, high blood pressure is a key you have to watch out for. If, uh, you know, if you're on some types of psych meds for anxiety, depression, you know, caffeine ain't helping you. If you're, you know, if you have insomnia, caffeine's not helping you. If you have a seizure disorder, caffeine's not helping you. You know, these are things that, you know, we're talking about basic individuals, healthy, I'm not saying a hundred percent healthy. None of us are a hundred percent healthy, but you know, you can't be a walking train wreck is what I'm saying. And all of a sudden you want to start taking pre-workouts because it it could, it can be harmful. And, you know, it's like I said, you got to watch for the hidden names of caffeine. If you're not a healthy individual, make sure you're not ingesting something that could be detrimental for you. You know, Tony said like, I'm not a big fan, like pre-workouts, one thing, you know, taking, drinking a bang, Red Bull, bucked up, Rockstar, Venom, Amp, Full Throttle, Monster, Zoas, all these different ones. They're awful, especially if you're drinking pre-workout in the morning. Then you're popping one of those in the afternoon. Oh, you're just—I don't know. It's it just—it's too much on your system. You well, know, Tony drinking coffee has—you know—has health benefits. A lot of this stuff has a lot of garbage in it. Yeah. So you—you yeah. you got to be careful. You know what I mean? And you know, in regards to pre-workouts too, you have to watch. There's so many, like we talked about. There's so many different ingredients that they shove in there that you know. They put you himbi extract, ginseng, guarana. They put all these other things up, B-complex vitamins. They put all these other things in there, too, to help you with with pre-workouts. But that's more for another show, you know, based on all these different ingredients. But, you know, once again, you know, we always talk about this is a journey. 
Well, once again, people, you got to put in your due diligence and you got to you got to do some research on this stuff. You got to find out what's going what's what you think is going to be good for you. And, and it's going to be an experiment because, you know, like I said, I, I stick with one. I know how it works for me. I'm good. I don't sway. You know, some people like to switch products every every four five, six months. And I used to be one of those guys. And, you know, it it just you find a product, stick with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, 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 and that's well said. And, and that being said, before we close up here, uh, something, uh, you mentioned a few things there that I already know, uh, I already have a good idea of where we're going to go with our next pre-workout show when it comes to insomnia, when it comes to how to take pre-workout, when it comes to sleep and when it comes to the effects of so many different things in the pre-workout that can hurt you if you're not a healthy individual. I think that would be a fantastic show that we can do next when it comes to interviewing Ron, the pharmacist. But Joe, next week, what are we talking about? Next week, we're going to be talking about general eating habits and some simple ideas that maybe slow down and take more of a look at how we eat, not just what we eat, and some ways that we can maybe better ourselves in that department as well. So that'll be next week. But... Anything else you want to add? What we're going nope. to be doing next week? Yeah, nope. I, I, I think that's going to be an interesting topic next week. I already got it ready to go. I'm, I'm ready to go. I, I got my ideas put down, and I hope that people uh, listen to the show and, and get some, getting something from it. You know, uh, I want to hear all about. I can't wait to hear about that show and how we're going to do a Twinkie diet. Because because <laughs> no, no, every calorie is the same. Some people say, yeah, "Come on, whatever." Yeah. You, yeah, a hundred calorie, uh, three hundred calories of green beans is equal to three hundred calories of Twinkie. I'm all on board with the Twinkie version. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so take us out of here. <laughs> all right, well, Woo! until then, I want to remind all of you: be sure to give us a review on your favorite podcast service. Also, if you have any questions, comments, thoughts, or opinions, you can leave us a voice message via the link in this episode's description. Finally, remember to join us each week as we release new episodes every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, on behalf of Ron, the pharmacist, Coach Tony, and myself, thanks for listening. Be the best you out there, everybody. Joe, real quick, true or false, okay? True or false. The 70s and the 80s are the greatest eras of all time. True or false? False. Yeah, well, guess what? Oh, you come just, on. You just launched this spot. Yeah, Ron, yeah, the pharmacist is now the other host. <laughs> That's it. You're out. <laughs>